0: Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a part of the Lover Finding podcast network and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, it's the middle of summer, And I know the newness of school being out has worn off by now, just like it has at my house. Or maybe your vacation plans have come and gone and you're just trying to make do with all that you have to do for work or in your home while also having your kids home from school or just away from their normal schedules, at least. So being that I am right there in the same boat with you, I think I have something that you will like today. It's something different that I haven't done before on the podcast, but it's practical And I'm excited to try this with my kids as well, alongside you in this crazy hot summer. So today I'm sharing 15 faith-filled, fun summer activities to do with your kids. I will go through all 15 in just a moment, but don't worry about taking notes because you can go to faithful31moms.com after this to download all 15, including the supporting scriptures and the master shopping list to make your life easier. None of these things are expensive. In fact, you probably have most of them at home already, or you can find them at the dollar store somewhere easy like that. So let's get started so we can get our kids busy with some of these faithful and fun activities and get them off the couch, right? Or from constantly asking to be entertained or go somewhere every second of the day. These 15 ideas are for all ages, but some may appeal to your kids more than others. So just choose the ones that you think that they'll like the best. First up, number one is make homemade bubbles. The recipe for this will be in the show notes or on that printout download I referenced earlier. But plan ahead for this one because the bubbles work best if they sit overnight and you will also need wands from the dollar store or wherever you want to find them. And then while you're doing these bubbles together, talk to your kids about how God made the wind that blows the bubbles. And just like the wind, you can't see God, but you know he's there because you can feel his presence just like it talks about in John 3, 8. It's a great verse to read alongside with that one. And there's a couple more talking points that I'm going to include with that one also in the download. Number two, you could go on a rock hunt. My boys, they love to collect rocks. They like to collect a lot of things, but rocks is one of their favorite things to collect. So you could go on a hike or maybe a walking trail, or you could just go out in your own backyard or, or your street, take a walk, and let the kids collect rocks. When you bring them back, a fun thing to do is you can paint the rocks after you find them. And then have a conversation with your kids about how Jesus is our rock. You want to explain to them how we must build our life on Jesus. So even when hard things happen in our lives or our faith is questioned because it will be, we can stand strong. And your kids, they can understand this and they need to know it. So it's a great time to have that conversation when you bring home the rocks and you're looking at them together. Number three, set up a washing station. This is fun, especially for younger kids. Wash the rocks um, that you got from the rock cunt I said earlier, or you can do anything. Hot Wheels cars, monster trucks, little animal figures, Barbie dolls, mermaids, anything that your kids are into to play with. You just take Dawn soap or just like baby bath soap so it's tear free and put it in a big tub of warm water. Give them toothbrushes or measuring cups from your kitchen, whatever you have. And they can wash their favorite toys and then just leave them on a towel to dry and do it all over again. It's a great thing to do outside and to keep them occupied. And while they're playing, you can talk to them about how Jesus died on the cross to wash us clean from our sins. If we believe and we ask for forgiveness, and you can read them the verse 1 John 1 9 for that one. Number four is similar, but probably better for older kids. It is a wash the family car together. First, let them help you make the clean, sudsy water with the car wash soap. And then as you wash the car, point out how the car is getting clean, but the water is getting dirty. And after, you can read John thirteen eight, when Peter is telling Jesus that he can't wash his feet at the Passover meal before the cross. And Jesus tells him, if I do not wash you clean, then you can't have any part of me. What Jesus was really referring to is the cross, even though Peter, he didn't understand that yet. And Jesus was trying to tell him that he had come to die for him, for his sins, to clean him, just like he came to die for us and clean us up. He was perfect. He was without sin, but he died to wash us all clean from our sins. So this is just a great way to teach them that. Jesus was like the clean sudsy water and we're the old dirty cars (laughs) and he cleans us up and takes on our sin to the cross. And this is a great conversation to have with your older kids about accepting Jesus. And then after that kind of serious moment's over, I like to spray my kids down with a water hose for fun. So (laughs) that's always fun. Number five play flashlight freeze tag. This is a good one from my childhood. So you just basically take all the flashlights from your storm closet or go to Dollar Tree and buy a couple and get your kids together, get the neighbors together. And as the sun's going down, you can teach the kids how to play flashlight freeze tag if they don't already know how. And basically you just take one person that's, you know, quote unquote it, or maybe you have a couple of people that are because you have a lot of people playing. And they just run around like crazy, this typical tag. And if you get spotlighted, then you have to freeze in that that place. So I, I put the rest of the directions in the printout, um, like I mentioned, that you can go to faithful31moms.com and download. But this is a really fun game to get their energy out <laughs> before bedtime. And then once it's over and they're winding down and you're putting them to bed, you can explain to your kids that like the flashlight, We're called as Christians to shine a light of Jesus in a dark world of sin. And a good verse to share with that is Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. But that's a great way to have purpose and also get energy out. Uh, Number six is make Capri Sun popsicles. So you can use obviously Capri Suns or uh, you can also use any juice box. It really doesn't matter. Whatever your choice is. And then you just take those little plastic popsicle shapes. They're really cheap. You can get them at the dollar store or wherever you go, the grocery store. And you just, simple, one ingredient. (laughs) You just put the juice in there and you pop it in the freezer. And they are going to have to wait a while to let them freeze. But While you're making these, you can talk to your kids about how God provided manna from heaven for his people when they were hungry. And it was yummy, right? Just like these popsicles. But if the people did not take advantage of it and gather it up early in the morning, the manna from heaven would melt away, just like popsicles. If you don't enjoy them quickly, they melt away too. And so you can share with your kids how important it is like this to start the day in God's word. Because as the summer days grow hotter, we get busier and we forget to start our day with Jesus. And we also get tempted easier as the day goes on um, to sin. And so if we start our focus each morning in God's word, then we'll be ready. And this story can be found in Exodus 16 about the manna from heaven. I strongly suggest just reading them the whole story if they're old enough to sit and listen to that. Uh, Number seven is make homemade bird feeders this is super fun and easy do this at church sometimes too but you just take string or twine and tie it to a pine cone and then you just cover the pine cone in peanut butter or if you have kids that are allergic you can use sun butter and then you just roll it in that butter and then you roll it in the bird seed. It's super simple. And then hang them up in your garden for the birds to enjoy and then talk to your kids about how the Bible tells us that the birds, they don't have to worry about where they're going to sleep or what they're going to eat because they know that God takes care of them. And then you can tell them that your kids, they don't have to worry either because God made them and he knows exactly what they need because he cares about them too. And a good passage to refer to with this one is Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Number eight is go on a narrow path versus a wide path scavenger hunt. So what I mean by that is, it's kind of a weird name, is gather up some of your yummiest snacks from your pantry, something that your kids would really want, like cookies or something sweet like that. And then empty the package that they come in. So say it's Oreos and you empty the package and you fill it up with tissue or rocks or something. And you place it in a really easy place to spot, like down the driveway. And then you take the real cookies, right? And you put them in a snack bag, a little Ziploc bag, and you go hide it somewhere harder to find in the backyard. And then you tell the kids, okay, we're going to go on a scavenger hunt. And as you're standing in the driveway with that fake snack, right, really easy in their view, they can see that pack of what they think is cookies. You will say, when I say go, you can choose whether you want to go this way or that way. Okay. And so you're pointing towards the driveway, towards those cookies, or you're pointing towards the other direction in the yard. And it's funny to see which way they'll go because many kids are going to choose the easy way, right? They see the cookies. They see them at the end of the driveway. They're going to pick that one. They're going to run towards it. But then you'll have a couple of curious ones, and they may choose to go into the yard. And um, they're going to be the ones that find the real cookies, right? And so then once it's all over, you can just tell them, you can say, okay, we're going to share the cookies with everybody. But you can easily explain to them the concept of, the wide path of the world that looks really easy and it looks really good to the eyes, Um, like they thought they were going to get those cookies, but they ended up with rocks, right? Or you can tell them how the narrow path, it looks, it's harder to find. Um, It doesn't, you can't see what you're going to get, but it ultimately leads to Jesus. And that whole concept of the Narrow path versus the wide path is found in Matthew 7, 13 through 14. That's a great passage to read with that one. Number nine is build a tent. This is great for a rainy day. First... Intentionally build the tent with like not a lot of support. (laughs) That's what that's what I do. Um, Where you know you need a couple more chairs or a bookshelf or something. Uh, We like to use the little Tykes basketball goal with ours. But the first round, I build it with not a whole lot of support for the blankets or the quilts that you're using, and so it kind of sinks in and falls. And then the second round, you add in a few more chairs, you add in the corner of a bookshelf or, like I said, the little Tykes basketball goal or whatever you have around to make it more sturdy. And then you can share with them Luke six forty eight that says, when we build our life on a foundation of knowing Jesus, it's like a tent or a house that is well built with plenty of support, right? It's not like building on, on the sand that's going to fall down easily. And so you can talk to them about a life of knowing Jesus while you lay in the tent together, and then just a fun add-on. My boys like to add like flashlights hanging up or pillows and blankets and all that stuff just to make it cozy and fun. Number 10, have a water sprinkler day. This is simple, super easy. Plus it waters the yard, which is never bad in summer. So just hook up the sprinkler and boom, fun. That's, that's, that's really simple. After they're finished, though, with all that and they're messy and they're drying out in the sun or you've put them in the bathtub, you can talk to your kids about just how the sprinkler waters the grass and the flowers that are thirsty in the hot summer, that Jesus is our living water. And just explain to them that living water is really just a fancy way of saying everyone is searching for something in the world to fill up their heart. Only Jesus can satisfy us like water does to the grass in the hot summer. So without Jesus, we can search and we can search and we can search the whole world over, but nothing will make us complete without him. That's super, super important for them to learn. You can read them the story in John 4 of the sending Samaritan woman that Jesus shares with about living water, if you want to, to go along with that, especially if you have older kids. Number 11, show your kids how their handprint is unique. So a fun way to do this is to use the Crayola Model Magic from any craft store. It's safer to use than plaster of Paris, and it doesn't have to be baked like clay. You can just basically make a thick, flat circle shape and just have your child press their hand in it and hold it for a few seconds. I like to take a pencil and poke a hole in the top of mine so that I can make an ornament out of it later, but you have to do that before it dries Um, That's just a little tip. But you can let it dry overnight. And then the next day, your child can take the color of their choice and paint and they can paint the inside of the lines of their hands. They'll be able to see all the little lines and crevices um, that are unique to their handprint. So you can explain to them how no two people's lines are the same. And that's because God made them unique because he loves them. And he knows how many lines are on their hand. He knows how many hairs are on their head. He knows every tear that they cry because he cares for them, just like it says in Luke 12, 7. And just a tip that I like to tell uh, moms that I suggest this to, make sure that you write the name of your child if you have more than one and the date on the back before you forget, because you'll start getting them all mixed up and you won't know who's or who. So number 12, make paint chip rainbows. So you can go to any hardware store, wherever they sell like house paint, and you can gather up some of those free paint chip samples, just like in all kinds of colors, and then bring them home. They're totally free. You can take whatever you want. Bring them home, set them out on the table with some kid scissors and some glue sticks, and then just let your kids go to town. They can cut them up however they want, glue them onto paper. Um, You can encourage them to make a rainbow or just their own version of a colorful mosaic. And then while they're creating these, you can share with them about the story of Noah and how God gave Noah the very first rainbow to his family as a promise that he would never flood the earth again. And that can be found in Genesis 9, 12 through 16. And I think that this is such an important story. I know it's in like every children's Bible, but it's so important to share this with them, to tell them not only how God keeps his promises, um, and that's something that we always want them to remember, but also in this day and age, when they see a rainbow, because in a... world full of alternate and false meanings with the rainbow, if I can get an amen. Um, This is a great way to tell your kids what rainbows really mean because kids naturally are attracted and drawn to them. So that's a really good one. Number 13, make easy friendship bracelets. These are so simple to make. You literally just need three colors of embroidery thread. This is not expensive. If you have ever been in the fabric department of any store, it's the kind that has the little black stickers around it. It's a little bit thicker than regular thread. Super cheap. And you can let your children pick out whatever colors they want. And then I usually grab a pack of safety pins too while I'm at the store. You may or may not have those at home. Those are just really helpful to help secure them when you're making the bracelets, but the directions are in the downloads. It literally doesn't even require braiding, y'all. It's just twisting and then turning it up. It's so simple, but all those directions will be in the download in the show notes. Then you can have them you know, make a bracelet for themselves and then have a bracelet that they make for a friend and talk about how in Proverbs twelve twenty six it says to be a wise friend and also to choose your friends wisely. Because we are like the people that we hang around, right? We, we become like the people that we spend the most time with. And so this is really important to talk to your children about in making wise choices and choosing their friends. And great before school starts back, right? Number 14, we're almost done have a campfire and s'mores yummy I love s'mores this does require a fire pit or like a safe place to have a campfire so I'm not sure that you have that at home or not but my boys love to do this a couple times a year <laughs> we have them pick up all the sticks in our yard first and just a side bonus for whoever mows the yard at your house it's my husband but it makes their life a lot easier for mowing the grass <laughs> but we will pick up all the sticks and then I just pick up a little starter log from the grocery store for a few dollars and also get the supplies for s'mores at the same time. And really sitting by a campfire, having s'mores is a great time to talk to your kids because they're not looking to run off and go anywhere. So you can have a lot of really great serious conversations, which is not common with kids. One of my favorite stories to tell my boys is the story about Elijah and how he calls on God to send fire to his offering that he's like poured water over trying to prove to the 450 prophets Or something like that of Baal that our God is the only one true God and that Baal is just a false idol and he ends up like burning up the whole offering and it's a really cool story. You can just read it to him if you want to. It's from 1 Kings 18, 18 through 40, but that's a great one to do. And then the last idea is make ribbon twirling sticks. So this is probably going to be one for the toddlers or the girls. I feel like little girls would like this even at an older age. But you can save a few of those skinny long sticks that you are gathering up from the campfire to make these if you want to. But you just basically go to the store and grab a couple of different spools of ribbon and different colors or textures, have them and tie them around the stick. It's pretty simple and all different links. And then uh, just turn on some fun worship music and let them go to town. <laughs> and it's just a fun dance party and um, it keeps the focus on worship music and worshiping Jesus. So that's just a fun last idea. So that's all 15 ideas. If you have still stuck with me through one through 15, I hope that you and your kids enjoy doing some of these this summer and that they lead to some great conversations about Jesus. And remember, you can go to faithful31moms.com after this to download these. All those scriptures or stories that I shared, that'll all be included and a master shopping list too. So if you just want to like grab stuff for, you know, 10 at a time, then you'll have it all at home and you can just do them whenever's convenient for you. And if you've been blessed by this podcast and love refining ministry and would like to donate, there will be a link for that as well in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. And please pass this episode along to a friend for the summer. If you catch any of these activities on camera or video, please tag me on Instagram at Faithful31Moms. And remember to keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.